Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this. Just as we continue all the way to episode 432 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. Well, then I confess, it's my intention to commandeer one of these ships, pick up a crew in Portuga, raid, pillage, plunder, and otherwise pilfer my Weasley black guts out. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. So glad to join us. Let's start off like we do Rick, on the virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Christine Belvedere. Oh, Brittany is here. Sorry. Yeah. We're all here. We're all here. It's been a hot minute, but we're all here. Yeah. Sorry. Brittany. Hi. (laughs) Hi. But it's again. This is Brittany Belvedere. This is Christine Belvedere. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel on an island that nobody can find unless they know where it is. <laughs> so have fun looking for me. Uh-huh. You know where the My salt shaker is, right? <laughs> Actually, I don't have any treasure, but I do have quite the alcohol collection. So, and not just rum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. And you got the blender ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, first up, before we do any pillage or plundering, uh, we need to do the news, which Salt Lake Fan X still keeping up with the guest announcements, even though you're, the convention is in like week like the Thursday, week Thursday. Yeah, like next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, see, see, Jared and I have the anime convention that the library is doing this this weekend that we're partially in charge of. We're on the committee for, mm. so we're like focused on that. But last Saturday, Friday or Saturday, can't remember. We were kind of texting back and forth. Okay, which autographs do we want? Here's how much money we have budgeted. Which one? Okay, this is how much they are. We're just like going back and we're trying to pick out. Yeah. we want to get autographs from so like yeah we're not gonna be able to get everybody that we want yeah uh, we'll get we'll get some. <laughs> some of these some of these i'm kind of just i mean some of these i have but mm-hmm. <laughs> well right. one of yeah. these i have <laughs> but so, do i want to update and have them sign something else but um, yeah <laughs> some of these i don't have and i'm kind of jealous so uh for you uh karate kid fans you've got ralph macchio and william zepka uh so that's uh pretty cool um and you've got uh gina carano yes although they they, they're saying that you have to sorry you have to pre-buy her autographs because there's no guarantee that it will actually be there at the convention there's 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 a handful of them hers and Grant Gustin and oh, there's one more I can't remember who it was they're they're encouraging people to to prepay for them I don't know why that is but probably for crowd control probably yeah probably because I had to do the same I had to do the same thing 
because while you're going to be at Salt Lake Fan X, I'm going to be in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. Cincinnati Comic Expo. And I had to pre-buy my autograph for um, Brain Fart. What Paul Bettany. The there we go. Oh, yeah, Bettany? Paul okay. Bettany. Uh, because he's Bitch only going to be there Saturday. <laughs> and right. this way they can crowd control because then they're not yeah. having to deal with like making oh, that, change that and stuff they could just be like here scan your thing go, proving go, you're go. already paid for it and then you can have paul sign your yeah. thing so yeah so so yeah so so gina's one of those so if you want to get hers and i'm like oh she's one i want to get that's also one that i'm like i don't know if i can afford it but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but then just kind of going down the line uh howie doro of one of backstreet boys, boys. Actually, boys, thank you. Um, and the the yeah. Hollywood show girls, Hilly and Hannah Hindi. That's exciting. Oh, that that's exciting. awesome. Um, Charlie Cox, Daredevil. Nice. Um, Who I have Andy a picture with. Oh, but yes, I don't have yes. I don't have his autograph yet. But he's going to be in Columbus, the Galaxy Con in Columbus. So, one of our favorite avocados. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, Andy, I can't resist. <laughs> Andy Circus is going oh, to be so there. jealous about Andy Circus. Uh, oh my goodness. I know. Uh, like, oh. I mean, the I list that he's these... of stuff he's been in, it's just like, yay. And y'all are gonna have to remind me where what was Kristen Ritter in? She's Jessica Jones. Jones. Right. Okay. I haven't watched that one because spooky, creepy, ewy things I can't I can't handle. Yeah, yes. and then and then David Tennant playing a spectacular villain to boot. Yeah. Yes, I know, I know. I'm just a wuss. Okay. <sighs> oh no, I don't blame you. I mean, I I went through the creep factor just for the David Tennant part. And trust yes. me, yeah. And I, I and there was yeah. crispy. I know. <laughs> like, like I watched I watched the first season of Daredevil and I did okay. But then I heard Jessica Jones was even more intense and I was like I'm going to call an audible and say no. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, David Tennant, you might be worth it, but I don't know if I can handle it. But yes, yeah, so so she'll be there. Then also Vincent D'Onofrio, Kingpin, Kingpin, among many many other things as well. So yeah, pretty pretty good pretty good guest list. In Jessica, a, you know, a, in a, oh man, that's my girl. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, now now that you've said it, now you've said that, like oh, okay, yeah, no. Um, so, did she yeah, dress so, up as a Rachel? Mm-hmm. That's yes, what I yeah, when I met Charlie Cox. That's right. <laughs> so there we go. We've got we've got quite the group and many more besides. So I'm really kind of I'm really kind of hoping that if Charlie Charlie and Vincent are doing the convention rounds. Mm-hmm. Um but Kristen is starting to because she was just at GalaxyCon in austin mm-hmm. which zan went to because her husband was a guest artist um and i told her i was incredibly jealous uh mm-hmm. <laughs> but um um i'm hoping that this is their not so subtle way of saying those rumors of jessica jones making a comeback in the new daredevil series mm-hmm more plausible 
Yeah. So, fingers crossed. I need my girl back. All right. So, yeah, Fanex, like I said, it is a week from this Thursday as we are recording. So, we've been passing, we, we've, uh, Sometimes in the morning, when I take Lottie to her grandparents before I go to work, we pass a billboard, depending on which way we go. It says Fanex. She goes, Mommy, Fanex. And I'm like, Yep, we're going to go. Mm-hmm. We have our tickets. They came in the mail last week. So we are we are good to go. That's awesome. We will, we will report back afterward with all of the shenanigans. Mm hmm. Yep. Oh, and then Disney. We kind of got a, a mini Disney fandom Christmas with the Destination D23 celebration of Disney parks. Because, of course, you know, they're going to extend this Disney company 100-year celebration for as long as possible. Because uh, that's what the House of Mouse does best. And... uh in the process of this lovely uh, presentation that they did the other day uh, with the uh, Josh DiAmaro, who is the Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman, um, uh, announced a bunch of exciting stuff, some small, some big. Um, So um, apparently Ahsoka is going to be added to Star Tours. Nice. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, since it's been a while, hot minute, since I've been in the Disney parks, the last time I went, um, they had added some of the new trilogy. Uh, so you had Finn and um poe and bb8 and stuff that because the star tours it's random you get a random mm-hmm. sequence every time you visit a, you know you ha- you're in a, a star speeder and you're supposed to be going on a nice you know vacation within the star wars galaxy and shit happens but then it what shit happens depends on what sequence you get so you'll go to different places you'll encounter different characters uh you know, obviously we all we have like C3PO and R2 and you know Darth Vader sometimes and stormtroopers and, and like, but now they've they've started adding some of the uh characters that, that people will recognize nowadays. So I don't know if like the Mandalorian is uh, had been added. I don't know if Mando and Grogu are a thing in Star Wars. I've not heard anything, so I guess not yet but apparently ahsoka is going to be added she's going to get her own sequence so you'll just have to ride star tours until you get her starting next spring <laughs> so so isn't that one with pondo or am i thinking of something else huh isn't that one with pondo or am i thinking of something else that's a different attraction okay yeah i don't know <laughs> yep, that's Smuggler's Run. That is the attraction that's inside the Millennium Falcon. Oh, okay. Makes that sense. is on Ga- that is on Galaxy's Edge, which I guess technically Star Tours is now part of Galaxy's Edge, but Star Tours has been there a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I was gonna say like unless I'm like 
I would, I would imagine it would have moved it from Tomorrowland, but yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, at least in Florida. So I don't, uh, I, I haven't been back to Disneyland since a long while. So although Chauncey and I have been talking about maybe trying to get out to Disneyland next year, so cool. We shall see. Planes in Salt Lake. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, um, and then for fans of the Haunted Mansion, the Hatbox Ghost will be returning come late November, um, which the Hatbox Ghost, yeah, much like this episode where we're talking about Disney attraction, Disney film intermingling with each other and inspiring each other. So the Hatbox Ghost is almost legendary to Haunted Mansion fans. You can catch him more often than not in California, but he tends to go on long vacations in Florida. So when they bring him back, people get very excited. <laughs> so, yeah, because I was, I saw this news. I'm like, but he's always, because I mean, I've been to Disneyland twice, yeah. but it, it, yeah, the Disneyland, I'm like, well, I've seen him there. Like, what's the big deal? But okay, that thank you for the context because I was mm -hmm. I was confused. The high mansion in Florida and the one at Disneyland in California are treated very differently. So, but the hat box shows people love him. So it's probably because you know supply and demand. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's the same thing. With you want what you can't have. <laughs> um, speaking of California, over at California Adventure Park, um, they are already uh, going to be uh, expanding Avengers Campus with a new attraction that's going to involve a world jumping vehicle that's going to allow you to travel through the multiverse. Ooh. So it's going to uh, uh, have a, a ride vehicle uh, that combines elements of Tony Stark's time suits with Xandarian nice. jump points and Wakandan technology. Hmm, interesting, interesting, Exciting. interesting. I mean, you build an attraction where essentially you can travel the multiverse and you can eventually, it, I mean, it kind of sounds like it's going to be like Star Tours, but for Marvel, honestly, because mm -hmm. then you get, that gives you easy, easy rewritability because people are going to want to see different stuff and they're going to see what they get uh with each ride so and with it being the multiverse anything goes you can just be like it's the multiverse yeah <laughs> we learned that with dr strange you can have anything you can have an entire world where people are made out of paint so hopefully there's pizza balls pizza poppers uh <laughs> um and then this has been kind of controversial, but 
the Country Bear Jamboree at the Magic Kingdom is apparently going to get a revamp. So our our usual crew of characters of bears is going to remain intact. So you're still going to get Trixie, Big Al, you know. Um, but um, it's all going to be um, uh, inter re country reinterpretations of classic dis favorite Disney songs. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a little weird. I'm going to admit, just because yeah. it's like, okay, it's the country bears. They have uh -huh. their own shtick, their own music, and I'm not opposed to them, you know, peppering in some, you know, country versions of of Disney songs. But it sounds like they are taking out all of the country bear songs, and it's just gonna be the songs from the Disney movie. Am I, am probably I getting that right and i'm just kind of like but, but that's why? what it sounds like, like so it's like that i mean it kind of is like it's so, so now the country bears don't have their own songs they just are regurgitating the ones from the movies which i like the ones from the movies like i said i'm not opposed to it but it's like mm -hmm. can we have a little bit of both like what's the problem with what yeah I, i'm having i'm having flashbacks so when they updated the enchanted tiki room ah right i remember with iago and yes. trying to modernize it um, and that's that that, 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 that stuck around for a few years and then somehow Nobody still knows exactly how it happened, but the Iago animatronic caught on fire, and instead of <laughs> instead of like repairing or replacing him, they just they put the tiki tiki room back to the way it originally was. Yeah, that was so, somebody set a tiki torch to Somebody may have to set Big Al's hat on fire or something. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't I'm Big not Al on fire. No, we don't want to hurt Big Al. He's fine. Just Ooh. need to damage a few set pieces, maybe some costume bits, and get Riverfront to place a well-timed shot. Yeah, <laughs> or, kind of or, nice. you know, or or something. Something unfortunate happens to the recording that they're playing. <laughs> mm. I mean, somebody accidentally them. runs a demagnifier, a demagnetizer. Yeah, the Liam P. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just, just something, just, just, just a little something, something. Somebody, you know, somebody Where's, takes out the USB drive and it accidentally gets flushed down the toilet. I don't know. Where's Hardison when you need him? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, guys, this is not the way to do it because it's like this is this is kind of my thing. And again, I have been to Disneyland a grand total of twice in my entire life. I've never been to Disney for. That being said, the time that the two it's one of those things that I'm like, when I was a kid, I was like, I want to go to Disneyland so much. And I watched the, you know, the Disney sing along video. I had Disney Channel, and they talked about all the new stuff and all these things and just all this stuff that it's like, not necessarily based on a movie, but like, you know, if we're going to talk about, but like all these original things, like the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, mm -hmm. the Country Bears, Adventureland, or, or, or you know, Frontierland is. 
it just you know the teak well the teak things were Alice Wonderland but it's a small world and, and all these things are like that were just for the parks and it wasn't like oh you know we're just advertising ourselves back and forth and it's like no 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 that wasn't the point like the point was we're doing new and interesting things where things that you can only get these at parks and Country Bear Jamboree is one of those like I will tell you another story involving my mom and my dad to a point so my mom. She was in college when she went to Disneyland for the first time. And she got a Big Owl poster. And I remember this poster hanging up. Because, you know, and after my mom and dad got married, it was kind of a joke because my dad's nickname is Big Owl. And she had the poster and I and we were hanging it was hanging up in the room in our in our house. And for the longest time, I thought she had that poster for because of my dad, but she got the poster before she even met my dad. So I always equated Big Al with my dad and my mom getting it at Disneyland. <laughs> and so I just always, because of that poster, I just, I love the Country Bear Jamboree. I just do. And it's just kind of like when I finally got to see it um, and I loved it. I thought it was the greatest thing. And it's just kind of, I mean, I didn't enjoy, I mean, the movie that they did, it was fine. It wasn't anything yeah. to write home about, but it was, but I'm just kind of like, it's one of those those charming things that you can only get at Disneyland, at the parks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't know what I'm what I'm really saying, but it's just kind of like, where like like this doesn't it's like it's not as creative as you know what this used to be. I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm just being an old fuddy duddy, and oh, you know, you darn kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> but it's like they're the country bears. They're not just, yeah. you know, they're not something you plug in, you know, your hot new thing, and and do that. It's it's they have their own they have their own shit. I don't know. Yeah. It's just I yeah, like you said, it's controversial, and even to me, I'm just sitting there going like, but why? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm someone who will go to the country bears on purpose, and not just to like go put my feet up. For like oh, 20 yeah. minutes or maybe mm-hmm. get out of the heat depending on what time of year you visit um so mm-hmm. if it and unless it's at the super super busy time it usually doesn't have much of a wait unless you're just waiting for the next show to start yeah um so you know it's not a huge you know one as far as popularity is concerned but those of us that enjoy it for what it is enjoy it for what yeah. it is and yeah and i'm just kind of like it's it's not quite the same without blood on the saddle yeah i know it's like okay i'm you know you want to do a countryfied version of a whole new world or or let it go or whatever fine add it in but don't take out what's already there what's already you know part of the thing yeah that's all i'm saying yeah like not everything has to be brand synergy guys yeah I'm just saying, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe, give it a few years, something ghost... something will catch on fire, and then they'll set it back. Yeah, maybe the ghost mm-hmm. of Uncle Walt will, will get Hardison in there to, yeah, maybe. to, to sabotage yeah. the recording. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, country, the Country Bears was actually one of the last attractions Walt's ever worked on before he died. So. Yeah, I could, I could see him being like, don't you dare. Mm-hmm. No. 
Um, and this is appropriate for this week's topic. A new Pirates of the Caribbean themed lounge is coming to Adventureland in the Magic Kingdom. Um, so it's apparently it's going to be not just like come in, grab yourself a drink, sit down. It's going to actually have some interactive bits with it that are connected to the actual Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. So that's kind of cool. Although I'm also always down for having some place to go and get a beverage and kick my feet up for a few minutes. <laughs> so nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um, and then uh over at Epcot, uh uh ooh, excuse me. The front of the park, the very front of the park, uh, when you first enter the gates, has been do undergoing a massive massive remodel um it was they started the the remodel back when i was still visiting you know i remember the some of the stuff that had been taken out <laughs> already removed back in my last visit and that was 2017 so um, this is bit, but then the pandemic happened, so stuff got delayed. Because um, this was supposed to be ready in time for Epcot's 40th birthday. <laughs> Obviously, that did not happen. Um, um, and the Disney Park in general's 50th. Uh, so, um, but uh, there are three new sections. Um, calling them neighborhoods so there's world discovery world nature which are apparently already pretty much ready to go but then world celebration um is like the last one they've been waiting on and it will be open or opening this december um so this is like the last big milestone for that part of the park that being said journey of water which is inspired by moana um uh, which is going to be within world of nature um is uh set to open october 16th um and then also moana will be moving over there so if you want to meet moana you will now be able to find her over by her attraction in world nature so but apparently that particular neighborhood is dedicated to understanding and preserving the beauty and balance of the natural world. And then Moana's attraction is a water ride, because that's kind of Moana's thing, is the water. No idea yet if anywhere on said attraction you get thanked by Maui. Uh, <laughs> um. Also at Epcot, uh, they are getting a new nighttime show. Seems like every five seconds, it seems like they're like, Epcot's getting a new show uh, called Luminous Symphony Bus. Will debut on December 5th, which is Walt Disney's birthday, actually. Uh, so, of course, this will have your usual music, fireworks, fountains, lasers, other lighting effects, all the stuff you come to expect. Um, and then this was kind of surprising. Test track is getting a revamp. I swear 
the current revamp is like a decade old if that so kind of wild that they're already doing a full-on reimagining of an attract of an attraction uh but okay um but uh apparently um this this is the version that's going to be somewhat inspired by the original world of motion attraction which is what uh test track sits on its footprint um so i never got to ride world of motion so i have no emotional connection whatsoever to uh to that one but i know people who do remember it do but i just find it kind of weird that they're totally revamping an attraction that just got a revamp like not even a decade ago or about a decade mm -hmm. ago so which but, the new the current that... version's not bad it's very sleek it's very it's very tron like which is funny uh because you can play some of the soundtrack to tron uh, watching uh right through videos and it matches up really well uh <laughs> i've seen people do that um was, supposed to, was it supposed to be a tron thing no because now there actually is a tron attraction over at the magic kingdom so oh, okay it's just a you yeah. know when when they because it used to be you the queue was like car manufacturing and car testing and you, they had like mm -hmm. test dummies and they would be like you'd have like machines that are testing like you know the impact resistance of windshields and it was very loud but it was very cool a lot of like visual kinetic stuff going on while you're waiting and then you get in your vehicle and it takes you through some of the paces that a actual vehicle does when they're being tested in the manufacturing, you know, in the design process. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they have you going fast and test the brakes and doing, you know, sharp hairpin turns. And, um, and then the big finale is you go out and do this big loop that you get up to like, it feels like you're going way faster, but really you're going about the speed you would on any highway interstate in the United States. Uh, okay. It's just so. probably the G-forces or whatever playing yeah. with your internals. Yeah. Balancing system. Yeah. So then then uh, they came in and Chevy came in with a bunch of money, like they do, and it got totally revamped, so it's still... You're still kind of doing the same thing, but now you get the chance to quote unquote design your vehicle. And oh. then when you get done with the attraction, it'll tell you how your vehicle did as far as like aerodynamics and fuel, you know, usage and, and stuff like that. But all of like the very visual cacophony stuff has gone. It's very sleek. It is, it looks very Tron like. It's just very sleek, you know, mm -hmm. futuristic looking. So, who okay. knows what's gonna happen with this revamp but you know hopefully <laughs> in the process of revamping it maybe they will figure out a way to keep test track from breaking down seven million times a day so because it is notorious yeah. for breaking down just randomly so sure that would be nice i would be more uh excited about that actually than uh, a new coat of paint <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah, probably something that, that needs to happen yeah 
So, uh, moving over to the uh, cruise line. Um, there are uh, three new ships in development, um, along with uh, the Disney's new private island, uh, Lookout K at Lighthouse Point, um, which I believe you can start sailing to either this year or next year, I think. I think it's maybe next year. Um, but, um, you know, of course it's Disney's private Island, so there's going to be all sorts of awesome stuff when it's, it's ready to go. So, um, and then their newest completed ship, the Disney treasure is getting ready to start sailing with passengers. Um, so that is, uh, exciting, um, and with that, they have given us the name of the next ship that is currently in the construction, uh, on the construction belt, and that is the Disney Adventure. Um, and this will be the first ship that can sail from Singapore and do Southeast Asian itineraries. So that's pretty cool. I like the sound of that. Being able to fly all the way over to Asia and hit some of the Asian Disney parks and then chillax on cruise ship for like a week. I'm down. <clears throat> Speaking of the international parks, uh, over at Fantasy Springs at Tokyo Disney Resort, um, they, uh, the folks who attended uh got to see uh some of rapunzel's forest peter pan's neverland and the frozen kingdom <clears throat> and that is all scheduled to open next year so um and then uh over at animal kingdom which is getting some attention um which is good uh, <laughs> um because it really have not really done much since they added pandora um but the tree of life theater so if you know your animal the animal kingdom park because uh, all all four parks have like an icon they call it a weenie but you know something that you see it and you're like it's that park you know castle magic kingdom uh the geo the geosphere epcot the depending on what time time period you're looking at either the water tower or the chinese theater for hollywood studios um and then for animal kingdom it's the giant tree the tree of life down in the base of the tree there is a um uh, multi-sensory theater which right now the show is it's a tough to be a bug um and it's got uh you know you wear the, the 3d glasses and there's special effects so you feel stuff you, you know stuff gets sprayed on you that sort of thing um but uh apparently um there's going to be a new show put in there uh based on zootopia so that's kind of cool um 
probably a good thing. I mean, it's tough to be a bug. Not bad. You know, it's a pretty good movie. The show is kind of fun, especially if you're going for the first time with people who have no idea what to expect and see them get freaked out by some of the special effects. Um, but the fact that the main villain is voiced by Kevin Spacey, it may be time to replace it. So, Just saying. <laughs> um, and then over at Dino Land, <laughs> poor that poor area, Dino Land. <laughs> it's always just mm -hmm. like dinosaur, great attraction. Um, but the rest of Dino Land, kind of a hot mess. They just kind of weren't sure what they were gonna. Do. They wanted it to be like kind of kid friendly, but at the same time. Like the the what the attractions there aren't necessarily the most kid friendly, not like in Fantasyland. Yeah. Um so that section has just been kinda eh. Um so apparently now I assuming Dinosaur is going to stay, but Dino Land USA is going to get completely rethemed to uh Tropical Americas. So, uh, you're looking at uh northern part of South America stretching up into Central America. So, um, and then, um, uh, there is uh, a few what they call blue sky things, um, that they also announced, which are things that they're like. We have this idea, but it's not necessarily something that um, may happen for sure, but we're looking into it kind of things. Um, so um, they are looking to do something with Encanto, uh, which would be cool. Um, and then... Um, Possibly doing something with Indiana Jones over at Animal Kingdom, which could be very cool. Um, and uh, do, 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 I lost my spot. Um, they're also looking to expand the area around Big Thunder Mountain uh, to something a bit bigger. Um, so it's more like pandora or galaxy's edge with other attractions restaurants shows so could be interesting so yeah exciting stuff coming from the house of mouse gets me excited that especially about yeah you know, now we're talking about maybe finally going back so it's like it's a good thing a lot of this stuff is like you're looking at like the small stuff is like early you know sometime next year and other stuff is talking years down the line because there's stuff that's been put in since the last time i visited that i still got to go experience for the first time <laughs> so there you go galaxy's edge was behind construction walls uh last time i was there so it was it was a bunch of metal and concrete 
being poured the last time I was there. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Yeah, Animal Kingdom, especially that poor Dino Land. Could use a little loving. Uh, so I'm I'm not heartbroken over that as long as dinosaur doesn't go anywhere because I like the I like the attraction dinosaur. Uh, so, but yeah, so I mean things like Zootopia and Encanto could totally work in Animal Kingdom. So I'm down. Uh, just don't talk about Bruno. Uh, <laughs> there's your earworm. <clears throat> All right. Feedback. Got a little bit of feedback from Shalane. Uh, she says there is a jukebox musical of Jimmy Buffett's song called Escape to Margaritaville. <laughs> cool. Yeah, there are a lot. Actually, I was I, I went on a little bit of a rabbit hole uh, <laughs> with the idea of jukebox musicals, and they actually go back like quite a ways um, to like the early days of Broadway really where they huh. would do shows with essentially popular music instead of writing new music that's, that's essentially what a so, jukebox so, musical is so jukebox um, musicals were a thing even before jukeboxes yes because well, apparently the term jukebox comes from somewhere else that i can't remember what i read on online when i was went down the rabbit hole because i went down the rabbit hole like late at night so uh <laughs> yes because the idea of juke comes from somewhere else so okay um some other musical term or something um but and and the idea of a jukebox musical is kind of fluid uh, for a lot of people, the general consensus is to be a jukebox musical is using popular, well-known music that is part of a show that has a plot, as opposed to a show full of popular music that doesn't necessarily have a plot. That's more of a musical review. Um, so, but yeah, even then, the idea of the jukebox musical goes back quite a bit. And yeah, there have been some wild jukebox musicals that have that have uh, made an attempt to <laughs> made an attempt to um, uh, I guess as far as stage is concerned, they go back to the seventies. But yeah, what we would now call musical reviews go back further. So, um, but um, so because some people actually consider uh, like singing in the rain uh, a jukebox musical because all the music it was already known music. So, um, yeah, the word jukebox dates to around 1939. So, yeah. You can go down that rabbit hole, I guess, if you want. <laughs> um, but you know, you've got some that are what you'd expect with certain artists of the time period. So the Beatles, Elvis. Um, there was an ABBA musical called Abracadabra in the 80s. <laughs> oh. 
Um, he had returned to Fer Forbidden Planet, which used 1960s rock. <laughs> of course, you've got the Who's Tommy. Um, right. Mm -hmm. So that's a well-known Saturday Night Fever, the Bee Gees, among other things. Of course, then we got Mamma Mia, um, which started in the 90s uh, on stage. Um, so a, a lot of them tend to be um, kind of bio. They wouldn't be bio picks. They'd be bio jukebox musicals, I guess. Uh, so there was one about John Lennon. There's one about the Beach Boys. Um, of course, you know, you've got like Jersey Boys, which is Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, which is pretty good. Um, uh, Rock of Ages, which is all glam metal from the 80s, which that, that that's pretty good. Um, uh, although from what I understand, the the film version with Tom Cruise is kind of shit. Uh, so <laughs> take that how you will. Um, so American Idiot, Green Day. Um, so uh, Million Dollar Quartet. I've got some of the music from that on my playlist on Spotify, which is Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, and Johnny Cash. <clears throat> Uh, beautiful the Carol King musical, which is really good. There's holla if you hear me, based on the music of Tupac Shakur. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, and some, some you got like uh, Cruel Intentions, the '90s musical, popular songs from the 1990s okay uh yeah just age 20 years yeah <laughs> yeah escape to margaritaville clueless apparently also popular songs from the 1990s uh <laughs> ain't too proud the temptations uh of course you know and juliet which shalane told us about so once upon a time one more time Spears, so MJ the musical, Michael Jackson. Apparently, they're turning my best friend's wedding into a musical using the music of Burt Bacharach and Hal David. Cool. That is currently on hiatus because of the pandemic. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so yeah, there's a, there's a lot out there. Some you just kind of look and you're like, okay, um. And then others, you're like, oh, that could have been interesting. I kind of wish I could have seen that. Mm -hmm. It was a thing. So, Spotify, Spotify is your best friend. Go listen to those. So, uh, so going back to Mama Mia, since it came on the same day as The Dark Knight 15 years ago and 15 years later, Barbie and Oppenheimer released on the same day. Both Barbie and Dark Knight are done by Warner Brothers. Oppenheimer and Mama Mia are done by Universal Studios. Friendly competition. <laughs> the, you know, the, the, the studios, they got to keep each other on their toes. 
sometimes that means a, a, a you know a, a dark retelling of uh batman and uh a musical where meryl streep and pierce brosnan sing and then 15 years later you get uh story about the atomic bomb and barbie <laughs> so <laughs> let's offer everybody so that was all shalane's feedbacks thank you shalane so speaking of the house of mouse and movies that when i look at the release date i realize how the hell has it been 20 years uh right well and i was thinking about it and i was like oh yeah because i because there was this because you know return of the king or you know lord of the rings trilogy was wrapping up 20 years ago and i remember thinking oh now orlando you know, now orlando bloom is is in this he was legolas oh so they're just you know Picking up like where are all the where all the Lord of the Rings actors going? Vigo Mortensen was in was in a movie and, and all these things, and it's like, okay, so this is happening. Mm-hmm. No more Lord of the Rings. But <laughs> hey, hey, Orlando, do you really just like hanging out with a uh, undead people? Yes, <laughs> something like that. Because here we are with Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. Mm-hmm. Here, let's let's help you set up your post Lord of the Rings retirement plan. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) much three, one of the two. Pretty much, because I think he's okay. Yeah, between the between the two franchises, yeah, he's he's good. Like he really hasn't done anything notable since. So, well, okay, he was in Grand. Well, he was just in Gran Turismo, which I heard is 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 good no no uh, that just came out but anyway but other than that yeah that's all he just but, does like indie indie flicks now so yeah he, he doesn't he doesn't have to do the big blockbusters anymore he's got he just, you know he he gets to watch he gets to watch his kid while katie perry brings in the money uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so here we go pirates of the caribbean Kind of well, okay. So this was, you know, based on an attraction, based on the attraction, <laughs> and like we, I, I, I mentioned earlier, there were other movies Disney had done that were based on the attractions. There was a haunted mansion movie, which mm-hmm. is funny because there's one now. I don't know if it's still in theaters, but it was out like just a couple months ago. And then there was the um, Country Bears movie, and mm-hmm. those two were. Fine. I mean, it was it didn't didn't set the world on fire, but yeah. you know, I saw both. I'm like, oh, cute, whatever. And then they announced Pirates of the Caribbean, and holy crap, it's PG-13, and it actually mm-hmm. they are putting the Disney label on it instead of Touchstone, which I'm like, well, I guess they kind of can't put Touchstone because it's obvious. Yeah, this because this is based on a ride in Disneyland, so you kind of like you could put Touchstone in it, but it would kind of be weird but uh-huh. it kind of at first to me you know looking looking at it, it kind of felt like uh-oh disney doesn't like this movie because it's pg-13 and they don't want to like really advertise the fact that this is a disney movie but it's going to be dark and scary and spooky and weird and it's probably not going to do very well and etc and etc cetera, et cetera, et cetera. and it came out and it was amazing and uh-huh. everybody 
And it was just, you know, when you think of sort of adventure movies, you know, we've had, you know, we've had Star Wars, we've had Indiana Jones, we've had, you know, just all these different sorts of things and mm-hmm. you know, James Bond and, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, they're a little more, a little more grown up, a little more adult, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And, and now, and then here's, you know, Johnny Depp acting like a, like Keith Richards, who he yeah. acts yeah. like that because yeah. of. Drugs. Who ends up making an appearance in, in the just, last two films. Yes, so. yes. that's true. But then, but then Curse of the Black Pearl just goes absolutely nuts. Because yep, everybody yeah. goes and sees it, and they love it. And what's hilarious is the sequel, that's the one where Disney was like, this is totally a Disney movie. Disney, Disney, Disney. Here, look, you guys get the new 3D logo for the first time ever. This mm-hmm. is a Disney movie. Look at mm-hmm. us now. Whereas, whereas yeah. Black Pearl, they were like you. You even watch the beginning of it. They don't even see the Disney logo really, or doesn't ever say Disney presents. It just says mm-hmm. Christmas of Black Pearl. And there's this well, little I girl mean, singing the yeah. song. I mean, they, I remember that was what I remember about seeing yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Bruckheimer did produce all of them. So yeah. I think in a way Disney was all like, okay, he's got this. He's gonna produce yeah. them. So we're in good hands here. We 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 trust right. Jerry. And, and Bruckheimer just, at that I, time I just, too had the good run yeah. with the CSI franchise. Right. Jerry, Jerry they were just like, okay. He like boom. did Armageddon yep. and he did oh, there was another one. Top Gun. Top Gun. Con Air. Yeah. <laughs> who did, who did Pearl Black Harbor? Down. Yeah, he did Pearl Harbor. So the like National Treasure movies. movies. So National yeah. Treasure. So so these were things that, you know, they're grown up movies. And yeah. I mean Disney did put their name on put put their, their that brand on National Treasure, but that was a PG movie, so that was okay. Um but it's just funny to me, like even looking back on it, and I noticed this at the time. Like I was well, I was just graduating high school so I mean I'm like I wasn't like a little kid but I'm just kind of like huh like I just all the like a lot of the promotion and different things that wasn't ever I never really saw it on you know Disney Channel like they used to promote the new Disney movies coming out they never really talked about it that much Mm -hmm. that I ever saw so it was just it was just something I noticed and then I went and saw the movie and I'm like this is actually pretty awesome and I went because Orlando Bloom was in it and I knew, you know, Lord of the Rings was ending. I'm like, oh, but I still want to see, you know, at least one of the fellowship in something. And mm-hmm. and I really didn't care one way or another about Johnny Depp. He just, you know, he's a guy. He's an actor in Hollywood. And then yeah. I saw it. I'm like, oh, gosh, this guy's hilarious. This is mm-hmm. amazing. He's yeah. so fun. And when yeah. I first saw him appear in that, I think we saw it in the movie theater. My dad and I kind of leaned over. It's like, is he trying to do Keith Richards? And then mm-hmm. about a week and a half later, the Rolling Stone magazine comes in the mail with Johnny Depp on the cover interview. And he's like, yep, I took my moves from Keith Richards. I'm like, nailed it. Yep. yep. <laughs> and yep. you know what? I, I, not meant- that I needed to watch it, rewatch it, because I bought <laughs> the first one I've seen right. five bazillion times. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but even now, 20 years later, our introduction to Jack has to be one of the best character yeah. introductions in a movie yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Yes. That is so up there with like the first time we are introduced to Hannibal Lecter. Yes. As far yes. as character introduction. Mm-hmm. So oh, the yeah. best thing about it is like, you know, it's this, you know, he's standing up on the mast and he's looking all heroic and they use it in the trailer and all this stuff. And then it cans back and it's the little dingy. He's in the dingy and it's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, there is nothing heroic or amazing about this guy. But he doesn't give a crap. Nope. That, I mean, that, that tells you everything you need to know about this character before he even says a single word. You're yep. like, this okay, down I'm, the block I'm and he this. don't care. Yeah. Nope. I was He's like, like, well, I, I, I you know, yeah. I'm getting me. I'm here for it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but he's also not just a screw up. No. Uh, I mean, there's there's that that first fight with Will in the in the blacksmith shop, and you know he's got him cornered, and it it was that it was that line like this shot is not meant for you, and it's like oh. He's not just a punchline. He actually means business. There mm-hmm, is something mm-hmm. else going on. He's just kind of keeping it close to the vest, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so then that adds another layer to the character, and that's why he's just the you know that's why there's been what five pirates movies. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, like I said. Bruckheimer produced all of them. Gore Verbinski directed the first three. Um, and then Rob Marshall <laughs> directed the fourth one. Uh, and then I'm not so familiar with the, uh, the, 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 the two people that directed the last one. They're, they're Norwegian. So. Yeah. Um, it kind of, those last two are kind of like, wow. I, I haven't seen them all the way through, but they're just, because it just felt like those for the first three. It's like, okay, you told your story, you're good. Yeah. Um, but well, it, I it mean, the funny. second one they did leave on a cliffhanger, so they did oh, kind of have yes. to resolve it. That that is the third one. Yeah. So kind of like, um, yeah. So you know, they're fine. But yeah, the the it, the first one is really where where it goes because it's it's just kind of like how. I was like, okay, they're pirates, and like we can't, you know, we can't go too, you know, too too far into the PG thirteen rating. But there there are some there are some goofy things we can do, and some dark things we can do. I mean, you know, undead pirates by the light of the moon, holy crap! And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, who, which who that still being? looks really good yeah. twenty years later. Yeah, so I was gonna say for this movie being twenty years old, I'm just like. Dang, they got it right. This is like, I mean, I mean, obviously Jurassic Park was ten years before this, but it's like it's like watching Jurassic Park, and you look at the effects, and you're just like, yeah, I don't see a problem with any of this. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing, and, and it's it's one of those it's one of those movies that like like when when you see it at the time, you're just kind of like, this is great, I'm having fun, and then you look back and like, wow, that actually was kind of a a turning maybe not a turning point in movies but just so remarkable and so good and you know and it was just you know i i I mean it's not it's not a you know an apples to apples comparison but i almost feel like we needed this franchise so that 
Yeah, because we never know what was going on behind the scenes, but I almost feel like this was almost a test run for what the MCU would eventually become. Where it's like, can we tell big adventure stories with, you know, over, you know, characters that seem larger than life and have amazing, like, fight and battle sequences and also have it have some heart and be funny? Because that's not easy to do, you know. If you think of action movies, you know, especially Mm -hmm. for those of us that, you know, remember the 80s and early 90s of action movies, like, you make it a little bit of heart, you know, every now and then you'd get an action film that was like, you actually kind of care about the people and look at you, Die Hard. Um, But, you know, a lot of times the action flick, it was just... You know, bang, 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 boom, 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 beat them up. And if you wanted any sort of character development, you had to go elsewhere. Pirates is a very well-balanced movie. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's got the action, it's got the drama, it's got, it's even got a little bit of romance with, you know, Will and Elizabeth. And, you mm-hmm. know, they, I know people kind of dog on Will, like, oh, he's so boring. But like, no, no, no. He's, he's the romantic hero. He's doing his job. I mean, yes, he's kind of a dork. But that's okay. He's he's going off to rescue his lady love, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then and then there is humor. Doesn't overpower like none of these none of these elements ever overpower the entire movie. It's not it's not like here we're having a serious moment and let me you know ooh here Jack Sparrow's gonna do a pratfall and and everyone's gonna laugh in the middle of this serious moment. It's like no, they don't do that. And and Jack isn't just a, a, the eternal punchline either, which. I appreciate you know going back and rewatching this. It's just it, everybody has their funny moments. Even Elizabeth, you know, there are moments where she's just, you know, she'll she'll say things or do something that's you know a little funny, maybe in a dark way, like the the part where you know Barbosa says you must be hungry, and she just dives into the food because they haven't fed her this whole time. And I'm like, that's funny, also a little creepy, and also, you know. And and like and there's an element of humor to her running around outside on the on the ship and the pirates are all skeletal and, and things, but it's also, you know, intense and scary. So it's it's just one of those it's like it balances out well. Like maybe I'm not, you know, belly laughing at everything, but it's still like, okay, that's actually kind of humorous a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just certain things. Um or, you know, she's out. You know, dance, she, she's burned all the rum. Where's the rum gone? And, you know, and she is chewing out Jack. It's like, the entire fleet is going to be looking for me. Do you really think there's any way they're not going to spot this? Why is the rum gone? Yeah. And, and just all of these things. So it's like these characters are not just caricatures. Like, like there's always this, this big talk about how, you know, oh, you know, a female character, she has to be strong and tough and whatever. And I'm like, I would submit that Elizabeth is strong and tough and whatever, but she's also, but that's not her entire, her entire character. But she, she works her stands, way up to it. She works, yeah, well, she stands up on her own, and she, she can hold her own, even mm-hmm. this early on, because she's not scared of the pirate gold. She's not afraid of, like, like she's intrigued by it. She wants, mm-hmm. she's like, you're a pirate, and it, and she, she's, she protects Will from, you know, from being found out with 
pirate gold and because she knows what what happens to them and like nah i think this is interesting i think this is fun mm-hmm. and, this, and this guy he's just a boy and her father's so like that's what i'm afraid of so so it's like she doesn't have to you know be be the the, the girl boss or whatever even though she yeah. does end up in that direction but it's all in the service of you know helping out helping will and helping jack and and fighting off the evil pirates throughout the whole series so it's just it's just like the characters they're well balanced even will like i said he they 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 wanted to play him as kind of a dork there's there's interviews with orlando bloom that they said to that to that effect but he still he has a good heart he's still heroic he still has principles and he's still gonna you know fight for for what he wants Mm -hmm. and yes he is a dork but we love him (laughs) for it Mm-hmm. Yes, and he works his butt off. Holy crap! Oh yeah, you know, making all those swords and practicing with them, and then as good as he is in a sword fight for being a blacksmith's apprentice or you know whatever, poor guy doesn't even get credit for for catching Jack at the beginning. Yeah, 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 because he's just the apprentice, and that's it. The, yeah. It's it. It's you see a little bit of the uh you know the class system of the time period you know and he's not even the business owner he's just the apprentice yeah that's a very blue collar position yeah even though it's you know a very blue collar job being a blacksmith but the business owner is going to get more respect than even if he's drunk yeah meanwhile uh but elizabeth doesn't care yeah, you know, she's immediate. Like, oh, I had a dream about the day we met. Don't you remember? <laughs> and he's like, essentially nope, going, I, I was dreaming about you. Yeah, like, and yeah. he doesn't even respond, and she's just like, and her father's like, well, look, Will knows his place. Fine. She's yeah. just like, Will you dork? <laughs> yes. And then you know, then then Commodore Ice Cream Cone. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> There, there actually is an interview, and I cannot remember the name of the actor, the guy, the actor, but the actor who plays Norrington, he, he was like talking about, you know, they were doing makeup and costuming, and he's like, and there's Johnny Depp, he looks like this, and there's this pirate actor, you know, Jeffrey Rush, you know, all these pirates look so cool, and here I am looking like a looking like a pompous ice cream cone, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, you got your chance. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I always, I mean, I, that, but, and yeah, again I when you when you're talking about you know like the the class system uh-huh. matching elizabeth with commodore norrington you know somebody who's a high-ranking military official yeah. um it, in their society her. makes yeah. sense but then if you think back to the opening of the movie norrington has known elizabeth since she was like nine and that's that... kind of creepy uh, okay, I will say, I will say, you know, and this is, and I'm not saying it's right, or, you know, it, in our eyes, in our eyes, her ear, it looks weird. Back then, it was not oh, I know. uncommon, yeah, I know. uncommon mm-hmm. for, for much older men to take very young wives, like, you know. Yes. And it seems squicky to us that they were at least, you know, the, 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 the young ladies were like, 18 19 maybe 20 like if you were 21 or 22 you were an old, an old. all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
these days we would be like, ew, that's icky. But that back then, that was that was what what they did. So you yeah. know, it kind of it kind of makes sense. Like, oh yeah, Norrington back then, he would have been like, you know, twenties probably. Yeah, he's in his twenties, a young lieutenant, lieutenant, if I do it the British way. Um, yeah. You know, just starting out, you know, trying to get his career on on on, yeah. on his feet, and then by the time like she's old enough it, that she would be eligible to marry him, he would have an established career. He would be a commodore, and he would be he would be you know in it, you know, come into his own, and he could have he could support a wife and family. So mm-hmm. that in that in that context, that makes sense. Now to us, yes, it is very weird and very squeaky. Don't think about it too hard. Mm-hmm. Right. You just kind of have to go with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And honestly, I think he would have made a dick husband anyway. So, well, uh, probably. Although I think he genuinely did care about her, but yeah, eh, probably not good for her. Yeah, he she would have tested his patience. This is true. So this much because true. she was she he, was he not she did not conform yeah. to 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 yeah. what society expected of her. So yeah. he yeah he he was more like you know I want to cherish and protect you and I see this in you but he didn't really know her so so yeah, yeah so it's kind of like yeah yeah it's like I I you know his heart was in the right place to a point but yeah yeah mm-hmm. later on it it things things change. Yeah, I mean, you see what happens to him after Elizabeth dumps him at the end of the movie. He becomes a drunk. Yeah, so. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I let I let the pirate go, and I had him there, and they, you know, took away everything from him because he, you know, yeah, yeah, like woe like, is me. Oh, yeah, all those all those big heroic grand gestures that you see in, in you know it's a happily ever after and then you rarely think about what the consequences are going to mm-hmm. end up being poor guy yeah. poor guy i mean i i do feel bad for him even if he was a bit of a ponce yeah uh-huh. well at least he gets to go out a hero later he does, <laughs> so. he does. It takes a bit yeah. but at least he finally he finally he gets to go out you know on top with his head held high so he's got that going unlike uh what's his face from the uh east india trading company oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, that's Him. the one that that's the guy that's like that dude he's, he's the worst he's the worst version he's, he's color beckett which i which i i'm i'm wholly convinced at least somewhat that um crap what's his name uh was it jonathan groff at least somewhat uh-huh. <laughs> got his inspiration for his mad king george and hamilton from cutler Beck. Uh, i can see it i can, yeah. see, it. I can yeah. see it i see it it's like yeah. here watch you know watch these movies with with pompous british officers and nobles and you know maybe you'll get an idea and you, and you watch it watch Pirates and like that guy that's the one can i take my inspiration from <laughs> yeah yeah i mean in one of the later movies jack does end up meeting george the second so that's right <laughs> now, that wasn't mad king george but he, he was a george 
Yep. Was a jerk. <laughs> was a king. Uh, but yeah, but the, the, so, you got to be careful with those pompous kings. So, uh-huh. oh yeah, right? you know they'll they'll be all nice and friendly to you, and then you know they'll they'll invade you with a fully armed Italian just to remind you of their love. Yeah. <laughs> or to remind them that you need to love them. <laughs> yes, love. Them. No, not anymore. Anyway, so. So Will, Elizabeth, even the Commodore, uh, and you know, you have Jack Sparrow, who you know is, is something else. It's just I think, I think, I think uh, these days, anytime you think pirate, you think Jack Sparrow. Even though yes. pirates in lore have been around. Captain before. Jack Sparrow, you gotta get it right. This he is will the correct day. you. We'll always remember. Yes. Um, but yeah, like we've gotten to the point where Captain Jack Sparrow yes. is kind of the archetype for for you know the 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 fictional swashbuckling pirate, and maybe even a little historical pirates. Because I mean, he's 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 kind of an amalgamation, yes, of of several. I mean, it is. It, it, according to Depp, <laughs> it's a combination of Keith Richards and uh, Bugs Bunny and Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. It, yeah, it's a combination is. we didn't know we really needed in our lives. Yeah. yeah. It's just something yeah. about those robes that are just like, yes, yeah. yes, sir. Yeah. but and, and they do pull from actual pirate lore. I mean, one of the films does feature Blackbeard, who mm-hmm. in the Queen Anne's Revenge, which was a real thing. The East India Trading Company was yep. a real thing. So, um, you know, talking about mm-hmm. the Fountain of Youth, that is, yep. uh, you know, a legendary, you know, thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's a I, I combination of of. Uh, you know, a, a number of of, of different <laughs> different influences. And, so. and remember, remember, one country's one country's pirate was another country's privateer, and was mm-hmm. actually had the backing of the crown. Mm-hmm. Like Which we know. see Barbosa doing in the in the last yep. film. Yep. No. Yep. So it's it you know the the history of of you know pirate you know, pirates in the Caribbean with the 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 ride and the movie and all these things take take inspiration from that's this was an actual thing mm-hmm. actually you know maybe to a point it still is but not in the way in the movies but it's it's just it is a fascinating history and you know a lot of lore um, if you ever go like I'll I'll say this if you ever go to St Augustine Florida which I spent some time down there when I lived in Florida it's you know considered well it's known as the, the the oldest city in the United States because it's it, that is where uh like the fountain of youth was supposedly found or was mm-hmm. supposed to be in fact there's a lot of like pirate themed attractions and the old fort and stuff so if you if you ever are in if you ever in Florida and you know, maybe on your way to Disney World or somewhere, or you have some time to kill uh, a day or so, go to St. Augustine, and you will see so many cool shops. And you know, there's a pirate tour that that, uh, that we did. Um, that they, and it's just, and there's a shop down there that's just so it's called just called the Pirate Store. 
it is so cool. They have so mm-hmm. many like artifacts, and you, know, you can buy like t-shirts and whatnot. But they have like they have swords, mm-hmm. and they have like flags and you know bits of memorabilia. Some of it is some historical stuff that you can see on display, and there's also you know stuff you can buy and. It's just very cool, and I don't know if if like my interest in like pirate lore kind of started when I you know I saw Pirates of the Caribbean, or I don't really remember being that interested until I saw the movie, and then when I went to St. Augustine. But I'm just like pirates are cool. I don't know what it is. Now I'm like mm-hmm. every time I see a, a like a book at the library or something, it's like, hey, this one's about pirates. I'm like, yoink! I'm gonna read that one, even if it's terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. Because it's just, I like pirate stories now, and I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is because of this movie. Yeah, we went and to, the, yeah. yeah, we went to, um, Topsail Island in the mm-hmm. Carolinas uh, a couple of years after Chauncey and I got married as a as a big family vacation with his side of the family, um, and we went into I don't remember what the the you know the closest decent sized town that was nearby because we were we were on the coast we were we rented a big beach house and we're literally we could walk out and go across the street and be on the beach um so we were on the coast um but um one of the towns we went into there was a a a, a museum uh, about the history of the area and that included some stuff on pirates so mm-hmm. uh, uh like blackbeard who had thought to have sailed in the area at some point <laughs> so it was very yeah. it's very cool to see some actual like real life pirate mm-hmm. stuff because i i just you know when these because i this was you know this 20 years ago when was, the this franchise started and at this point i had not been back to disney in quite a while and it would still be a couple more years before i would go start going back on a you know a regular semi-regular basis but i took this took this franchise like a duck to water because you know when i started getting back into disney i was like screw the princesses i want to be a pirate Mm -hmm. yeah no offense if you if you're if you're a print you know if you're want to be princess yeah, go hang out. Cinderella's well, your bestie. Go have fun. Uh, well, but we, I'm going to be over here with the pirates doing all the non-prissy princessy stuff. Well, we <laughs> do know of, of, of one princess who got together with a pirate and lived very happily ever after in Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. So you know you can be a princess and 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 hang with the pirates. It can be. Yeah, done. I'd rather be the pirate. I don't want to be, be the pirate. Yeah. <laughs> Cut out the middleman. Well, who's <laughs> well, to say that she? You know, she kind of was a pirate in her own in her in her own. That life. is that she, is very that true. Is, she was a little bit of both. Yeah, that is very yeah. true. She she does rock a leather jacket with a ball gown. So, mm-hmm. yep. If I if I was forced to do it, I would definitely I would definitely do it <laughs> that way. It's like it's like it's like that little commercial. Why not both? Yes. The little girl. Funnily enough, her last name Swan. Oh <laughs> yes. Yep. 
I'm like, I uh, wonder if that was on maybe. But yeah, so you know, princesses and pirates, they go together like cheesy pirates. Yeah. I mean, the, the the pirates attraction has always been one of my absolute favorites in the Disney oh, yeah. parks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the one it, you know first started at Disneyland in New Orleans Square, so it's in the same area as their haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, has has the <laughs> has a restaurant attached to it so when you first get on your boat um before you go into the first tunnel to actually kind of start the attraction you're actually floating by some of the seating of the blue body restaurant that so. was the weirdest thing because I, I when the first time i saw it, i went i'm a pirate's right i had no idea that, that there was a restaurant in there and i was like we're waiting in line and we get up to where you know you get on the boat and i'm like are those real people sitting over there like what mm-hmm. like is that are those those are those look like animatronics right? and people are like that's a restaurant and they're like oh i didn't know that was there yeah people are just hanging out it's like i'm just eating i'm just i'm just eating my uh my salad here oh hi you know watching all the watching everyone even to people float by you know we toss you a dinner roll no okay uh (laughs) don't mind me i'm just eating my monte cristo sandwich it's very large uh you've never had a monte cristo first of all you need to be hungry uh second mm-hmm. oh yeah they're very good um mm-hmm. if you've never That's had oh, they're good jam <laughs> or some sort of fruit preserve on a sandwich you've not lived uh-huh. that's all i'm saying uh part of the sandwich and then it's the cheese and the ham and it's all like it's like ham and grilled cheese but there's also like jam oh, on it. There's jam too, and it's yep. usually like a double decker so at least the mm-hmm. disney one is so it's very large and usually has powdered sugar on the outside of it so yep. it's like a sandwich oh, wow. and That's, dessert all in one really... thing but it's the size of your yeah, head it says, can be shared said... they will charge you for the extra plate but <laughs> it's worth it <laughs> it may be worth right, it if that's we, the only yeah. thing you and the person you're with or want to eat so yeah because I, I haven't had the like, Monte Cristo at the... Disney but I've had them so I know what they're it's just like oh boy <laughs> yeah I was I was gonna say like jam on a sandwich I've heard of that <laughs> yeah but but that, it's a hot like sandwich cheese and, mm-hmm. and ham and, and all like, yeah oh, okay okay Yep, I've had I've had something very similar from a Cuban restaurant where it was uh, smashed, so it wasn't super thick, but essentially it was grilled cheese and ham with mm-hmm. strawberry preserves, and it was amazing. So yeah, uh-huh. if, you've not, if you've not had like ham and cheese grilled hot with some sort of fruit spread in it you, you've not lived so no, you're missing now, out now, it's, now what kind, it's what good. kind of fruit was it was it like strawberry raspberry i mean the one i had from a cuban yeah. restaurant it was strawberry so okay 
So it's yeah. like, does it matter what kind of fruit it is? Or you depends know. on, I guess, how how interesting you want to get with your sandwich. Okay. I mean, you can say, right. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff out there. So you could do you could do strawberry, you could do grape, I'm kind of blueberry. You could be you could be what you know if you wanted to be really adventurous, you could do one of those like where it's like a uh, fruit, but it's also got like pickled jalapenos in it. Yeah, if that's your speed. I was kind of thinking more of a, an orange marmalade or something. Ooh, that, that would be good too. too. Yep. So little tang with the somewhere Lou Mangello's ears are part pricking up. Somebody's talking about Disney Park food on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> Hi Lou. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. So oh, yeah. So yeah, you go you go past people eating the Disneyland one and then you you get into the the storyline the the storyline um is pretty much the same the length and the amount of scenes you get is more at Disneyland it is longer a lot of that comes from the fact because of the space that they were using Mm -hmm. it actually needs to go down far enough to get under the railroad track Wow. and get to the show building so uh because they, they were not there was no way they could fit the entire show building inside because disneyland mm-hmm. was it has a much smaller footprint um yeah. so and the, so well, there's a few also... scenes that are either larger or only appear in the disneyland version as opposed to Walt disney world so the disneyland version at least at the moment is my absolute favorite that being said, uh, everyone that I've heard that has been on the one in Shanghai, I think it's Shanghai, is supposed to be absolutely like blow your socks and pants and everything off amazing. The plot is different. The storyline's different. But the technology they use, it's like... Uh, but until I see that for myself, the Disneyland version is my preferred favorite over the florida version granted i yeah. will always ride the florida version when i'm there i like to joke that if you walk up to pirates of the caribbean in the magic kingdom and it says wait time like five minutes ten minutes probably ten minutes you don't really see five minute postings a whole lot they usually minimum they'll post as ten about Four minutes of that, depending on how fast you walk, is you walking from the entrance down to where you get on the boat. Uh-huh. Because so, the queue yeah. in Florida is very, very long. Uh-huh. So, there's a, so you're going to have to walk. Even if there's a line, it's going to take you a hot minute to get actually on uh-huh. the boat. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember I that. Say, yep. Yeah, I was gonna say it makes sense that the Florida one would be smaller, especially if they because they have to you know go underneath. Because if you try to dig too deep in Florida, yeah, they yeah, yeah. It, you're it's gonna, you're gonna yeah. flood even more than than it already is. Yeah, yeah. 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 The water table in Florida is not your friend. You Florida are. is just basically a giant sandbar. You know, yes. in I mean, it was literally yeah. a swamp where Walt Disney World fits yeah. us now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, when you said like they had to dig under, under you know, the railroad track and they, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, in California, <laughs> you could do that. That was all orange yeah. groves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, it, it, it's totally fine. 
yeah. Not so much in in Florida. So yeah, the foot the footprint is is smaller. The ride is is smaller. It's still very fun. They have the updates at both where you know once the the film franchise they realize oh my goodness this is this is kind of a hot ticket thing. Um, both of them got revamped so that Jack Sparrow now appears mm. several times mm-hmm. in the attraction uh, along with Barbosa. Um, they uh, once they did uh, the uh, sequel um they added davy jones <laughs> so um well and we thought with the designs one was like how can you not add them in and i i just i remember like when we went and it, you know that there's that part where you're waiting and you're kind of inside and they like have posters or murals i guess of different pirate different historical pirates mm-hmm. and like, you know, blackbeard and long john silver and just whoever from literature or whatever and then you could tell, like, these are the newer ones. Like, here's Jack Sparrow. And it's like, yeah, I can tell you just put that one in here, but I don't care because I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it kind they kind of slid in kind of seamlessly. I uh, did, yeah. Which for I the, for the, the most is, part. So yeah. I know some people a, complained. It's but... a clue that, that well, it's, it's, it's kind of a clue as to, you know, how well the movies were done and how true they were to to the ride to the oh yeah if, if you know the attraction yeah. it is some of the nods are absolutely you know I you're know. just like ah you know you're suddenly yeah, like that Leonardo just, DiCaprio me meme where he's pointing like ah, yeah you know and it's not just cheap member berries it's like 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 the thing with the dog in the in the prison that, yeah, you know they're trying to get like that makes sense in the movie because they're in the prison and even the part where you know the the cannon blasts blasts mm-hmm. the one guy's out and Jack can't get through and he's like and the guy's like you have no work no luck at all and mm-hmm. before Jack was like scoffing at the guys like that dog's never gonna move well and he goes out like trying to get the dog with the chicken legs like here yeah. doggy well and mm-hmm. like it, yeah. it, it sets up a perfect joke yeah. And also, you know, on the attraction, yeah, the dog literally is never going to move. Nope. <laughs> it's it's just sitting there, tilting its head back and forth, like what? Mm-hmm. These keys? Are these yep. the keys you're talking and about? I, yeah. And I love. I mean, unless they updated the dog, I love that the dog in the movie and the dog in the ride basically look the same. Uh-huh. <laughs> or like when they go. Um, to you know once uh will is has released jack from the prison and you know they they managed to to you know get make way make their way to tortuga and they go collect gibbs that's straight out of the attraction too there's a guy sleeping in a pig pen with it using yeah. a pig as a as his pillow mm-hmm. so you know everything happening in tortuga is pretty much one of the set pieces in the attraction <laughs> so yep. but what's what's funny is they they put the one in in california when it first opened and at first they were like oh it's going to be a walkthrough like wax museum type thing and then um when they uh saw how popular um it's a small world was and people enjoyed riding mm-hmm. in boats they were like haha we'll do a boat ride instead um so that that's what they they did in california so when they went to start on the parks in florida 
they were going to do a boat ride that was somewhat connected to speaking of which and now they're going around and kind of history's going for, for full circle they were going to do something with big thunder mountain in oh, yeah like a boat type ride there was going to be another attraction in that area and then that got they just never got around to it and then the magic kingdom opened in 71 and somehow because i can't imagine there were a lot of people that were going from california to florida you know going between the two mm -hmm. parks like we do now uh yeah not but for somehow people found out about this amazing pirate attraction in california and then when they didn't have it in florida people started asking questions like wait where's our pirate ride and the Walt and the Imagineers were like, well, I mean, by then Walt was past, but the Imagineers were like, well, you're in Florida. You got actual pirates. Why would you, just like we were talking about, Chrissy, there's pirates everywhere in Florida. Yes, but the people in Florida are like, no, we want the pirate ride. So then that's what they did. It, it was not an opening day attraction. It came in a few years later. Yeah. And they were like, okay, fine, we'll give you the pirate ride. And now you've got a pirate ride in every single, uh, you know, mm -hmm. at least one of Disney Park in each location. So. Which is no, so, just so hilarious to me. They want pirates, you... give them pirates. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is so hilarious to me that they were like, well, there's pirates everywhere in Florida. And then you consider why they built California Adventure the way they did originally. And it really didn't go over that well. It, it, you know, it, with the, with the oh you know we're just we're bringing California to you so you don't have to leave the Disney parks and people are like goodbye we're in California we're gonna go see the actual stuff it's in California while we're here um, and then that's why you know California Adventures kind of morphed into I don't know what but it's still California Adventure but it's more IP driven than than original here you know mm -hmm. here's all the cool stuff in California that you could not go see while you're in California as long as you stay in on uh in Disneyland and and it's just it's funny to me yeah because people wanted the pirate ride even though they had pirates in Florida already but, yeah okay yeah but the people spoke and the Imagineers were like okay you want pirates we'll give you pirates and uh, we'll pirates. they've been there ever since so yeah, it's just I'm, I'm not. I'm like, not. I'm not going to complain because, like I said, it's oh. one of my favorites. So yeah. and, I, and for a while there, over at the studios, they had a, a, a just a, a open, like a space that could easily be transformed into something. Um, it was a modular space, and for a while there, they had this indoor live action combined with projection show with jack sparrow um you've got the uh oh at, at least in the magic kingdom uh yeah you've got the princess makeovers in the castle over by pirates you've got pirate makeovers um again for those that don't want to be royalty want to be pirate there you go um uh, Jack Sparrow, of course, is a, a, a face character that you can meet in the Disney parks or on Castaway Key 
Disney's current private island down in the Bahamas, uh, which I have Chauncey and I's first Disney cruise, I think. And uh, we were, or maybe it was our second. Um, and we were on the, we were at the adult beach, so it was very quiet. Um, all the all the music and yelling and screaming and you know madness was over at the family beach, but there's an adults only beach, which is nice. There's a bar, um, but it's it's generally calm. So you know we got in some beverages, we got uh, you know some beach chairs, and we were just soaking up the sun and listening to the waves, you know, come in and out, and it was just very relaxing. You know, being away from work and being away from phones and email and everything and we're just kind of chilling and all of a sudden we hear this yelling going ah! and we look and it's jack sparrow running across the beach being chased <laughs> nice. so like, what was chasing him was it the natives yeah who think, who think that he's their god or whatever yeah. that was Mm-hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> like I said, I've had some. Uh, I haven't. I, I've been to the bar, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. But uh, but I yeah, so yeah, so the Jack and Pirates is very much a big part of the cruise line. Um, a lot of the itineraries usually have a pirate themed night. So there's a, a pirate themed show with Jack Sparrow um fireworks um they're one of the first cruise lines to do fireworks at sea um and uh i've got my various disney cruise line mickey pirate themed bandanas that they give to everybody from various cruises uh so yeah the the uh, obviously having the characters gives disney a little more word to work with you know you can plop jack Mm -hmm. captain jack sparrow in some place and you know if you got a good cast member that has you know watched johnny's performance um there are some cast members out there that if you didn't know any better you would think it was johnny depp and Mm -hmm. and a few times it actually has been actually johnny (laughs) depp so Just a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he they, has, they, he has they put him in full them. Jack regalia and he goes out there and does the thing and then people don't, don't know any different because there are some that are just so that good. carbon copy and you've got his performance down path that you, you if it actually yeah. was Johnny Depp, you would not know. So. Yeah, yeah I, and I think, yeah, I think he's got his, his own set of uh, costumes because I know he will go to like children's hospitals and yes. things like that where he'll send videos to fans like kids who are who are sick or, or whatever and he will do a bit in character for them which is really cool yeah but yeah, yeah. we i can't remember if this was a library thing or if i saw it at comic con what but we had i i, I thought i had we, we, there was this cosplayer i swear it was a cosplayer i highly doubt johnny depp's gonna be walking around but <laughs> in, in Jack Sparrow. Again, yeah. if they're good enough, you may I not know. know. 
Right. No, no, but exactly. this guy, this guy was so so dang good. I, like I think he had the voice and the mannerisms down. It was just what perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you're 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 awesome. You're amazing. And he was a hoot. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely a, a popular popular uh character to to cosplay and and recreate whether you're in disney or anywhere else you can do it but um yeah ah it's kind of like it's like i know it's like i I remember a time when you know i you know there was no jack sparrow there was no any of that but now i'm just kind of like what did we do without like what did we do without this character seriously Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's just such a good, memorable, and I hate using the word because everybody uses it, but iconic character. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, just a fun one, one that everybody can have a lot of fun with, and very quotable, and just, you know, there he is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, giving, us some, giving us some uh, really lots, uh, of, lots of memes. Yes, <laughs> lots of memes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really yep. just some some iconic, like you know, visualizations. You know that that mm-hmm. that shot of Will, and then Jack's got his gun on his shoulder, and he's got his head turned, and he's you know smirking. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so iconic. So yeah, um, and like he doesn't like like all the time he has no idea what he's doing, but he just he 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 fakes it. Mm-hmm. He's like a matter of genius. Well, good thing too, because if I wasn't, this wouldn't this wouldn't work. Yes, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I just said he was quotable, and now I'm botching all the lines. Good grief! Yeah, there's so many of them. You know, there mm-hmm. are. Blame it on the room. I don't know. Yep, exactly. Blame it on the fact the room's gone. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too. yeah we're, Will's like this is either madness or brilliance. It's remarkable how often those two traits coincide. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You do not know where one begins and the other ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and make make sure you know all the lyrics to Yo Ho Yo Ho Pirate's Life for Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For a, for a little while, I want to say Alex was probably not quite two, um, and I don't know where he decided he wanted to watch this, but he we pulled up the um, YouTube video of, uh, well, it was shot from the Pirates attraction with the song playing over Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, and he just, he would say, Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, and we would play it for him, mm-hmm. and, he and he hasn't watched it in a long time, and now I'm like, hey, Alex, you need to watch this again, because loved it when you were teeny. Let's see if it still fits. <laughs> it still fits. And I and, and then and that was how I actually learned the lyrics. I'm like I can't you know, remember. Yo ho yo ho pirates life for me. Now I can't remember but I was for a while I had it I had yeah. it where I knew the words. And funnily enough, not written by the Sherman brothers. 
Hmm. I know. I was one of the cat. Yeah, one, a very catchy Disney attraction song, not written by the Sherman Brothers, but actually, I, I, yeah, I always assumed uh, that it was George, George Bruns. Mm-hmm. Wrote the music and then uh, uh, Exitensio, Xavier Atencio, but all our fans call him Exitensio, wrote mm-hmm. the lyrics and it's sung by the Mellow Men, which is Disney's kind of singing group that sings mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. They also sing the the Grim Grinning Ghosts in the Haunted Mansion, uh, mm-hmm. but but you, I couldn't tell you the name of the other guys in the the Mellow Man. Just it's Thurl, Ra- Thurl Ravenscroft is the voice you're going to recognize because he's also the voice of Tony the Tiger, uh, from Frosted well, Flakes. Of other, so. Yeah, and a lot. Of and other yeah, the 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 singing. You know, the the if you you know every time you hear your mean one, Mister Grinch, this Christmas season, mm-hmm. that's Thurl Ravencroft. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, such a good distinctive voice. Yes. Oh yes. yeah very distinctive voice so very very deep yeah so just listen listen to that and then listen to grim grinning ghosts and come out to socialize in that very deep bass that is that is the ravencroft i can't do it uh that's that's why he did it and got paid for it exactly exactly so Disney legend, if ever there was one. Yes, yes. So, There's a lot but, of other uh, characters. I, 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 I think, I think, I think the 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 franchise done done good, even if they never mm-hmm. get around to making that sixth film. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think we're well, okay. I mean, they did leave, yeah. again. They left the last one kind of on a cliffhanger, but. Yeah, it's not one it, that it you're like. Easily oh, I, be, I need to know it what happens be, next. Yeah, it could easily be kind of a thing like, and the adventure continues. Yes. Yeah. So they yeah. have done comics, yeah. and they have. I mean, I've I've seen young Jack Sparrow novels in at uh, my library and things like that. So it's kind yeah. of one of those things like, you know, he just Jack just gets up to a lot of crazy stuff, and yeah, just things could happen and have happened and. Things that we have that we've had alluded to but never really explained. Mm-hmm. Things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Lots of things happen. Yeah. Like and making lots of booty. So mm-hmm. yeah. this is the first film franchise to have multiple films past the billion dollar mark in the box office. Yeah. So because oh, wow. Two of the five passed a billion dollars. So, and one came very close. <laughs> so, well, it's it's one of those. It's just like it's fun. They the the people making it, cast and crew, they they just were like, we're just gonna have fun and mm-hmm. and, and entertain our audience, and you know, and we were thoroughly entertained. Still are because mm-hmm. go back and watch it again. I'm like, I want to go to Yep. I mean, you, got, you got you got Keith Richards mm-hmm. makes an appearance a yep. couple Paul of McCartney times. Even makes an appearance. And Paul McCartney makes an appearance as Jack's uncle. Yep. <laughs> like just just get all of these old these these rock these old tiny rockers into be pirates, because why the heck not? I would love to see Ringle as the pirate. Yeah. <laughs> I think isn't he already one though? 
He wouldn't even have to act. That's true. I know, but it would be. It he's would got just, a beard. Cool he's got a bunch him. of jewelry on. Yeah, he just needs to change anyway, his clothes. Yeah, but just to cool, kind of complete the trifecta. <laughs> I wouldn't complain. No. Oh, oh heck. See if Roger Daltrey wouldn't mind being a pirate. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the Stones, the Beatles, the Who? Perfect. <laughs> I could see Roger Taylor doing it. Oh, yeah. I was like, can, oh, I was yeah. like, can we it's like some could we somehow make it work with the hair with brian may oh that's yeah. not really pirate oh, hair yeah but you Ooh. just kind of it kind of needs he he kind of can't not touch that hair that's uh, right so. exactly well, yeah we can, have, we can have a pirate with a big curly afro sure yeah it works it'll work <laughs> pirates did their own thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> disney you can have that one for free Mm. Yep. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Well. Sorry. Dream casting aside. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're build, we're building we're building a, a pirate crew out of all of our favorite rock stars. Yes. Oh, anybody else? Anything else we wanna we wanna waffle about? As you know, loving this franchise, enjoying it, and having having a blast. Just go watch the movies again. Watch, yeah. You know, you know, Curse of the Black Pearl for sure. If you if it's been a hot minute, you don't yeah. have a lot of time. But you know, you could easily just watch the first one and be hunky dory. So yeah, yeah, highly recommend. Well, anyway, if any of our listeners um, want to chime in with their thoughts on Pirates of the Caribbean. What you thought about it when you first saw the movies, what you think about it now, what your favorite one is, your favorite Captain Jack quotes or whatever, let us know what you're, what, what's on your mind. Uh, our email address for feedback is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, which is thefiveishfangirls.com, and leave a comment on our website. You can also visit our social media sites, which are also linked there. You can find our show notes. And, and all this stuff uh, you find our YouTube and everywhere that we um, can listen to the podcast because we're basically everywhere you get your podcasts and if you would like to and are able to support us with the monies with earth monies uh, you can do so through our Patreon or we also have a merch shop which got, got some fun designs and and little trinkety things that if you uh, and that all helps support podcast and of course as always we thank you for listening and for for your support for your comments your feedback and whatever else that you send our way we just love that you love that you're here and hope you continue to listen hope that we uh continue to enlighten and entertain as as the story goes mm. yo ho yo ho mm-hmm. <laughs> here's your earworm Mm-hmm. right and then well with that we shall sign off for this week this is Brittany and Bevzo saying goodnight this is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City this is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening and this is Rachel in Indianapolis Indiana. I hope everyone saw that because I will not be doing it again
Thank you for listening to The Five-ish Fangirls. Please visit thefiveishfangirls.com for details on how to further support the show along with information on our nonprofit, Fangirls Give Back. We love our Five-ish fam and appreciate all of your feedback, shares, and encouragement. Remember to keep letting your geek flag fly. Mm-hmm.